So hi, welcome to Good Nights Podcast with Pat from Not My Weekend. We're asking him some questions today about their new uh, album, Honeymoon. I'm going to start. Uh, so congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about sponsored so far? And what does the album name mean? Uh, thank you. Uh, I'm super stoked on it. Uh, I feel great. Um, I, I really like that Spotify adds up all of our streams from our singles. So it it's like... It's got this big number associated with it. I'm like, yeah, half yeah. a million streams in, in two days or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> easy. Uh, easy. Easy money. Um, no, I'm, I'm really, really excited. Uh, I can't even believe it's out because it was done like over a year ago. It just COVID in 2020 makes everything feel like a blur. So that, that, it's, that all the songs are out and I'm even talking about it feels weird. Um, but I said this on another podcast the, whole, the other day. I'm just so excited to like promote it for the rest of my life. You know, like now that a record's out, I'm just, you know, I'm just going to keep promoting it forever. As you um, should. I'm going to, I'm stoked. Uh, and um, yeah, the Honeymoon, the title. Um, I explained this in a TikTok just a couple days ago, um, but I just, I wrote the song Honeymoon just based off um, something my girlfriend had said to me when we first started dating. And then I, uh, we, myself, Noah and Nick wrote the song Honeymoon uh, with Jaden Seeley. Um, and that, that song just felt so good. And then we just kind of picked and wrote songs for the rest of the record. And I mean, all of our songs are like romantic in nature anyway, but the record kind of felt like a, a celebration of, of like, of young love and also being in this band, but it also felt like really chaotic and just, it, it just felt like a, a chaotic honeymoon. So we just, and you know, we had a title track on the EP, um, uh, the REP Yellow. Um, and I, I never really, um, imagined us being like a band that has a title track band, but like this was just the second one that makes sense at, or that made sense. Uh, and now we've got our EP yellow with the title track and now we've got our full length honeymoon with the title track. And um, I, I really like how consistent our artwork is too. Mm-hmm. I like the like yellow and black with the centered um, sunflower. And now I like the new purple and yellow with the centered moon. And that makes me want to like continue that. And on whatever our next thing is have like a centered, like emoji type image um, with a, with another title track. So it's just, it's nice to have like a, a little bit of consistency throughout our band. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So before we get into the album, like as deep as we go around here, uh, I want to ask like at that opening track at the very end, you've got like the high end Patrick Bill <gasps> yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. What was the idea behind that? Cause I haven't I, seen anybody do that. Mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't think there was an idea. I think I was just on the last take of the song and I just said that and and our producer Neil just let the tape run. Okay. I was just having I was just having a good time. I think that was yeah, I was just doing I was doing like um I was doing like vocal runs for the last chorus like it goes Hollywood Hollywood Hills like the the extra ones or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and it, I just got to the end and I just started riffing just because I was in a good mood and I just said that. And Neil got really stoked on it. And we did like three or four more versions of that little ending thing. But I know for a fact that the one you hear on the record is just the first one I did. He just kept the first one. Okay. So I don't even know. I was just I was just in a good headspace, just started going. Well, I like it a lot. It's a nice touch and a nice way to open the record. So thank you. My yeah. my street team's mad about it because it's incorrect. Because there's there's eleven songs after the first. Yeah, one. that pisses and me I, off a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, we couldn't fix that, but we'll roll with it. <laughs> we, I mean, we could. I could have like ADR, or we could have put in like eleven. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, it was basically just at the time we didn't think we were going to put uwu on the record, and there it is. So. <laughs> oh man, that song. Shane has, yeah. I was like, yeah. God, I fucking hate that song. Like, I hate yeah. that I like it as much as I do. <laughs> so good, I love it. That's why it's ten, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this album? Um, I think a lot of the songs were written before we went into track it. Um. Uh, like I said, there's two co-writes on the record with Jaden and um, um, uh, with Jaden Seeley on our songs Honeymoon and Sip. Um, and that was a new experience for us because we'd never really um, co-written with anyone before. Um, and he, I can't stress, he made like most of the instrumental on on those songs. Like all the piano and the chord progressions, all him. Uh, and all of the synth on both those songs is all him. Um, and anything that was contributed, like the acoustic guitar on Honeymoon is Nick and the drums on Honeymoon is uh the drums on honeymoon and sip are both noah but like like the the structure of the whole thing that's all that's all Jaden. so it was really really nice to um like have a co-write that was that collaborative mm-hmm. um and i've carried a lot of that experience with me um into other co-writes and like other songs i've helped write for people and written um for the band um since um, um and just other co-writes i've done since i've moved to la so so that that was really really nice and there was a little bit of co-writing done on the rest of the record just between um, our producer, uh, Neil, and us, but mostly just like hashing little parts out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that El Camino and Come Over and um, I think El Camino and Come Over were the only two songs written like while we were in studio or whatever. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, and then Hollywood Hills is um, a mashup of two different songs I had. I had the chorus of Hollywood Hills in some other demo and I had the verse for us. The verses of Hollywood Hills used to be a song called fortune teller. Uh, and it had a, it had a totally different chorus. Um, and Neil was just like, Oh, these are in the same key. Um, let's put them together. And then I had the, the bridge of that song is a riff that I had just been playing over and over again for months. And I couldn't find like anywhere that it fit in a song. And then we just threw it in the middle of that and put those cool gang vocals on it. So I guess that was kind of made in the studio too, but that's just like a Frankenstein of a bunch of different songs. Okay. Um, And then, yeah, I I don't know. Uh, Everything else was written, was demoed in my garage in Laramie, Wyoming sometime at the end of 2018, at the beginning of 2019. Um, And that, and that was just, we were, you know, we, uh, we were touring at the beginning of or throughout 2019 um, so I knew that we, as soon as we were done touring, we would go make the record in the fall. So before and in and around our tours, I was writing like, I, I think I had like 30 or 40 songs or something like that oh because God. I knew we were going to go do it. So yeah. yeah, go get out, you and me, um, uh, Say Your Mind. Uh, yeah, Say Your Mind was written on Christmas Day, 2018. Um, like all, everything else on the record is just like a demo that's existed on my computer and we just um, hashed everything out. All right. But wow. yeah, come. Fun fact: "Come Over" is just the chords from "Jamie All Over" by Mayday Parade, uh, and and then we just just took those chords and just changed the beat. And I wrote a bunch of lyrics about boys like girls or whatever, and that was it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, wow. So, I like that. Yeah, it, it's it, every writing process is just every song's different, you know. Okay. Right. Wait, wait. Well, any of those you said you wrote like forty odd songs. Will any of those like see the light of day? Well, you, you guys work have, on any of them. You guys have heard Trash TV. Yeah. Um, and my street team is desperate for me to make a studio version of that song. Please. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's that cool, but I, I, they keep begging me to, so I probably will at some point. Um, 
Uh, Sabrina was one of them, and Sabrina's like a song I posted on my YouTube channel. I think um, that was on that set too that you mm -hmm. did. Yeah, it probably was. Yeah, because you just um, took like a bunch of random fucking songs. Yeah, I no, I was having fun. Um, <laughs> uh, I yeah, I think there's a yeah, there's 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 a couple songs in there. I I if any of those other demos come out, I'll probably just like throw them up on my YouTube or something. But trust me when I say the twelve best songs of the batch are, are the record. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. And in that first interview that we did, you had said like there was a scrapped LP one, correct? Um, didn't you yes. like shop an album around and then they were like, we don't, we, we don't want this from you. We want to hear something different or am I tripping? No, you're not tripping. I think I was probably talking about Honeymoon, honestly. Because I was going to um, ask if we were going to hear if we had heard any of the songs off of that. I think but. you're, no, I think you're probably, I think you're, I remember that first time we ever talked. I, that was right in the middle of pandemic and I was having a full on anxiety attack and we had, and we had not moved to LA yet and tour was canceled. I was in a bad headspace, honestly. Um, <laughs> I think I was probably talking about Honeymoon and, um, okay. um, no, there's still all, yeah. Um, we haven't really done any, we were doing shopping when I was talking to you then, but we're just like, we're fully on, we are triumphant. And we've gotten so close with those guys since I moved out here. Um, there's none of that going on. And if we're ever like working with someone else, it's going to be like a mutual like decision between our whole team, including we are triumphant. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, every, everything that's recorded and ready to come out is, is honeymoon. Okay. Um, and I'm sure I was referring to that when I was talking to you. Um, there are like five maybe now six songs that are crazy dope demos with crazy features from like some of my favorite bands in the world yeah. that, that are on my phone right now <laughs> um, okay. that, that, that I was working on during our first interview that are now done and like in the mixing and mastering stage. Okay. Um, and those will all hopefully come out like um, at the end of this year or, or maybe, or maybe 2022. I don't know. 2022. <laughs> But okay. you know that's that's a whole that's a whole new album. It's a whole new project. Oh, okay, yeah. Or, or it's like, or it's like some crazy single in the middle of the summer. I don't mm -hmm. know what it's gonna be, but like, there are already not my weekend songs that sound totally different with brand new faces attached to them. So okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, right. Band bands that you've seen us interact with on Twitter. It's not hard to guess, but I. Oh gonna... yeah, I was gonna ask about that actually. If there was gonna be a yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, there's no yeah, there's no features. There's no features on this record other than Jaden's co-writes, and he's yeah, yeah. He's not singing on the record, but honestly, he might be some of those harmonies, and he just lied to me that I did him. I listen, <laughs> I listen, I listen to Honeymoon, and I'm like, that sounds like Jaden, but he tells me it's me um so where was your headspace at while you're writing this album then oh dude stressed <laughs> it sounds uh, like you're living in constant stress though like your life yeah. seems like just oh, one no, big stress I, bubble oh no i mean like i'm like i'm stoked like i love my stress i'm only stressed about living my dreams you know what i mean yeah <laughs> um no i think it it wasn't that bad it's just um uh honestly our producer neil was going through a rough time and we kind of like made this record through him having a rough time, um, which is which was an interesting experience, you know, to like because he's like one of our best friends in the world at this point now, too. You know, we've worked with him for three years and we got really close. Um, so it was interesting to like make a record while like, quote unquote, um, helping him through something. And, you know, that's his personal business. so I don't really go into it too much. But um, um, but th that was part of it. And we were also living in Portland um, and I like the people in Portland and I like the shows in Portland, but I don't like the rain. 
uh, and there's a lot, and there was a lot of, <laughs> a rain, lot of rain. And I was working, I was working a job for, uh, for Neil and for, um, for uh, our friend Josh Oliveri, um, who was also living in the house and helping with the record a little bit. Um, and we were all working for this company um, uh, managing marathons, like like I was helping time marathons. And that oh. took up like all of our weekends. And we were in Portland for like four months and I wasn't able to really make friends in that time because we were just working that job or working on the record. Um, and don't get me wrong, I'm super grateful for the experience, but um, it was like a lot and it was kind of a, it was just like a long haul. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, and my grandma passed away in the middle of it. So I oh. left and I left and came back for two weeks. And then Michaela had a family emergency and I left and came back for two weeks. Like truthfully, it was just a, it, like, you know, the EP yellow took 16 days and, oh, Jesus. and yellow, you know, and because it like went great and there were no holdups and we were just stoked the whole time. Yeah. And then, and then this record just like, Oh my God. Like it took like four months just because just, we just kept getting hit with more things in the way of us, of us doing it. Um, so it's just kind of, it's weird looking back on it. Um, and then the whole thing was mixed and mastered and, and then there was a pandemic. So yeah. it's like, it, it honestly feels like such a blur, like finishing, finishing this album. Um, but I mean, I, I also know that we had a really great time. Like doing drums is always awesome. Cause I love being in the drum room. Um, and Noah loves, and I, you know, Noah's so good. And I, I, I like watching him bring the songs to life. And, you know, we play, we, um, we had a trumpet player and a saxophone player on this record yeah. that we got to spend two days with that really helped flesh out El Camino and um, you and me, um, which is like crazy that there's like, like, you know, horns on our record, like real ones. Mm -hmm. um, and I, and I loved writing the songs a couple years ago and I really loved working with Jaden and, and El Camino was like a godsend that song, that, that song, like really came to us like in a in a in a gosh darn dream one night and that's yeah so the i mean it was really really nice but like truthfully it, you know really stressful and hard too and any band that tells you differently is uh probably lying to themselves you know making records is weird i much prefer being on tour <laughs> yeah, <that's fair. laughs> yeah all right uh so is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while going through this album Oh yeah. I just want everyone to get hype. I just want yeah, everyone to be stoked yeah. and happy. And it, you know, I, I, we tried to write like a really sad, like acoustic ballad for this record mm -hmm. and there's four or five attempts in the demos and they just, <laughs> they just didn't work. Yeah. Like, and it's just because like, I'm like in a good place in my life. You know, I don't, I don't have, I don't have a big breakup going on. I don't have, you, you know, it, I'm, I'm by no means am I complaining, but um, we just couldn't make a, a sad acoustic ballad work. So it's just, bangers and happy songs on top of happy songs and that's yeah. the majority of what i what i want to make anyway just because those are the songs i like the most um you know i i there's i i love a good emo tune but there's not a ton of really like really truly um um sad songs that that i vibe with that much these days at least um and, and yeah and uh, you know if it wasn't a pandemic i'd be telling everyone to like go out and listen to it you know like i I'd, I'd be saying get in a car with all your friends and go somewhere and listen to it you know I, i'm not really about the whole there's a lot of bands that do the whole like listen to it with the lights off laying down from front Austin to back night. Yeah. Austin yeah, night yeah, energy. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. or to, you know tyler the creator said that stuff back in the day too oh, or he or, he or he'd say the opposite he'd say like go outside or something i mm -hmm. i would just listen to whatever you want 
you know, just listen, just put it on shuffle if you want. It's just all, listen to it. Uh, just please listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's like, it's just a celebration of like, um, of being in a band in the culture and, and, and having crushes on girls and boys and stuff. So just like, just go off, you know? Yeah. yeah. I actually like that you brought up that you tried to write like a sad ballad, but you literally couldn't. So thank you for like not forcing it. Absolutely. On Jaden's recommendation too, Jaden Seeley, like one of the last pieces of advice he gave us before he left is like, you should have like an acoustic ballad on this record. And we were like, you know, that's probably true. We'll give it our good, honest try. And we really did. And there's, Mm -hmm. there's versions of it, but it just, it's none of them were that cool. Um, There's a new song. There's a new demo currently titled breakup song. Mm -hmm. Um, that is totally that sad vibe. So I'm not saying if it works, I won't release it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but even that song like bangs, like it goes in. So yeah. okay. we'll see, okay. we'll see. Maybe my maybe my Remembering Sunday is somewhere around the corner. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this question should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words, no more, no less. Nope. Uh, 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 I gave you so many more last time. Uh, you yep. did. <laughs> Uh, chaotic, okay. um, uh, cheesy, um, goop. It's chaotic, cheesy goop. Oh, <laughs> okay. Just, 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 I like just that. Dive, just dive on in head first. Just swan dive. Swan dive okay. into the goop. <laughs> into the goop. The you got it. Goop. You got it. <laughs> that's it. Okay. That's interesting. Interesting. Definitely. Um, our um our our one of our our booking our booking agent uh, Chris McIntosh wrote a really good uh, review of it on his uh, on his blog today that I just retweeted that I think sums up the whole record perfectly. So if uh, if you're following us on Twitter, go go check that out. Chris is also the best. I, I love him so much, and I can't wait to book a tour with him. So yeah. Okay. In due time. <laughs> In due time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so while going through the album, what band or artist influence stick out the most to you, if any? Um, so I, I mean, I've been incredibly outspoken about how much I love the Jonas Brothers, but mm-hmm. uh, this is the first shirt. time. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, but this is the first time I really convinced uh, our producer, Neil, how cool the Jonas Brothers were. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was always writing like them, right? Mm-hmm. But this record, like I really like showed Neil the whole Jonas Brothers discography and he was like, oh, we can make it sound like this. And I was like, yeah, that's what I've been saying. <laughs> um, so that so so I think the mixing, especially like the snare sounds a lot like sounds a lot like something uh, um, Jonas would do, um, mm-hmm. which is which is, you know, a dream come true. Um, and then I think uh, um, I don't know. Uh, my my buddy Jared, who I've been collaborating with a ton, like so much, and ha- have so many co-writes with him that are not on this record but are to come. Okay. Um, he goes under the artist name Veins on Hopeless. I've probably mentioned it before. But uh, he describes Not My Weekend and kind of all of my projects as like a deconstruction of the form. Uh, and we've had a couple reviews um, like mention similar things before. Uh, and I didn't even realize I was doing that, but I think he's right. I think Not My Weekend and especially this record are like, um, a real deconstruction of of pop punk and the tropes of like the larger alternative band scene um, in, in such a way where I'm like making fun of everything that is pop punk, but I'm also like being honest and and I'm on your side. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like you mentioned, like, 
like the the little thing at the end of Hollywood Hills where mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's Patrick, I'm going to be your tour guide. Like, that's a really silly thing that just takes you right out of the record, but I throw you right back in, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, or like, ooh, ooh, which is 100% <laughs> making fun of like Attack Attack and the millionaires and all, and, and, and like Swedish house and all this dumb music that I love with my whole heart and soul. But it's also, you know, if you ask me, like a pretty good version of those things as well, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so- I think it's just like, it's like a deconstruction of pop punk. Like the boys like girls references is, is in there for that exact reason. You know, it's like, um, uh, it's like, that's one of the kings of what pop punk like was and is, um, but is not as relevant right now, but it's still like in the conversation all the time. Yeah. And so it's in the conversation on this record while I'm like taking it apart and examining it and putting it back together. Does that make any sense? That makes kind sense. Of. Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. I think our. I think our influences are just like the the genre and the scene, at least stylistically, like as a whole. And then otherwise, it's just like honeymoon. You and me and privacy are all about my girlfriend. Um, so the, like just about Michaela. Uh, and then El Camino is about the the cheer and the the Breaking Bad movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, Hollywood Hills is just like, it's about like this idea of a girl that will never be into me. Um, and uh, Come Over is the first song I've ever written about like someone you're in like a hookup relationship with, mm-hmm. um, which I've had very few of in my life, but they all went exactly like that. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, I don't know, just lots of stuff, man. All right, all over the map. All over the map. Um, so what is your favorite song off the record and uh, which one took the longest to write? Oh, mine's El Camino for sure. And it should be. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's El Camino and it took the least amount of time to write. El Camino was done in like, like four hours and, and not a thing and not a thing changed about it. Um, El Camino acoustic. Wow. uh, Oh, thank you. Thank you. Same with Sip. That's the first time we'd ever done it. So yeah. Um, yeah, and that's a tale as old as time. That was the last song written for the record. And I feel like every band's like, it's the last song written for the record and it's our favorite. But um, yeah, it like literally like the day before we decided the final track order, um, um, uh, I wrote that and Nick and I, and Nick and Michaela and I actually, the three of us um, put it together and showed Neil and he was like, yep, this'll be the one, we'll do this one then. And that'll be the record. And that's literally, that's the last thing we did and then we retracted everything. So um, mine's definitely El Camino. The one that took the longest, um, I think that, I mean, I think Say Your Mind was written the longest ago. It was written Christmas 2018, um, but not that much changed about it. Um, so it, it kind of depends on how you how you um, describe it. I think that um, Come Over, like, probably had the most time spent figuring it out. Um, like, that post-chorus took us a while, um, and the verses were cool, but the lyrics took me a while. Like, that, we really, like, it, we spent a couple days trying to crack that song mm-hmm. um, as opposed to the others, which were maybe written a while ago, but they probably took like a day. It, I, normally if a song is taking more than a, more than a day, it's probably not very good. Yeah. Um, in my experience um, come over, just, it just took a second, a second to crack it, but it's a great song. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Solid. Uh, so you've been talking about these things that you're possibly releasing late 2021 or early 2022. Yeah. Can you tell us about <laughs> it? I literally know. I know you just released this album. I I know, right? <laughs> but is there anything like what direction are you taking? Not my weekend, because you're saying it sounds different. Uh, I mean, l- like I would hope that every new Not My Weekend thing sounds different, yeah. right? Like I really, l- I, I want to be a band where like 
not even album to album sounds different, but song to song sounds different. Yeah. Like if you, if you start it when you're around and go all the way to the end of honeymoon, just like every song is so different, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so when I say that it's not like in my brain, it's not any more different than, uh, the current stuff, but, okay. um, I don't know. There's a little bit of MGK influence. Cause I've been listening Banger. to that record a lot. Banger. Okay. That's uh, fair. And, um, on one song specifically, um, uh, there's a lot of co-writes with uh, my, my buddy, uh, Jared from Veins. Uh, there's uh, a couple co-writes from a, a super famous guy who I can't say right now. Um, um, I don't know. I want to stress it doesn't sound like the 1975. Thank God. Okay. I'm, I'm, good. Because <laughs> I, I make fun of those dudes all the time. There's yeah. a lot of band Camino influence. Um, okay. But that's because I love the band Camino, you know, because there's like there's a lot of bands that are ripping the band Camino, too. But holy God, they're so good. um um, it's it's really it's really big like i think they're probably more like rock and roll than we've Mm. ever been before um um and some of the lyrics are a little more like um like serious ish but Mm. then all of a sudden there's like a it goes right back to like the dancing on the sun with a gucci bag lyrics or whatever (laughs) you know okay so so i it's a new mix of things. There's a lot more falsetto. Uh, I mean, I, there's tons of falsetto in Crawl, but there's like a whole another falsetto chorus coming up here soon. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's hard to describe. I'm I'm stoked on all of it. I don't even have final mix and masters for literally anything yet. I'm yeah. mostly excited about the influences from the other people on the record. So it's like, it's like everything about the stuff that my friends and I and not my weekend have already put forward and all of like my personality that's already been deeply injected into not my weekend with like a bunch of personality from this guy who I like a whole awful lot who I can't pull off on my own and this guy who I like a whole awful lot who I can't pull off my own etc etc so I think it's going to sound just a lot like not my weekend with a lot more collaboration if that makes sense okay very exciting yeah I, I I'm hoping I can convince we are triumphant to just start letting us put out singles instead of like worrying about an album, maybe mm-hmm. like later in the year. Um, but who knows again, like the songs aren't done. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music and I don't have a segue for this cause we've never asked these questions. I've never asked these questions yeah, before. Love um, it. so if you could be an animal for the rest of your life, which one would it be? Um, that's tricky. Do I have the lifespan of the rest of that animal's life? Um, no, you you'd live as long so, as you So so I have my own lifespan, but yeah. I'm, but I'm an animal. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Dolphin maybe? Okay. I've always been allergic to fish, so it'd be nice to see what it's like on the other side. Uh um plus they're like the second smartest animal or whatever, right? So I'd mm-hmm. still be a little cognizant. Um my uh I love my dog Django lives a pretty dope life. If I yeah. could if I could if I could <laughs> Yeah, absorb his existence. That would be pretty sick because I know how spoiled he is. <laughs> um, Django here. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're like, if we're just getting crazy, like being a bronchiosaurus would be dope. Like That'd being be a long neck cool. dinosaur would be, like, like, yeah, you know, like especially if I was like the only one. Uh, but then I could probably test it and research on and stuff. But yeah. I'd be super well taken care of because I would be an incredibly endangered species. I'm gonna yep. go with a peaceful dinosaur. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you went from dolphin to dinosaur and yeah uh, yeah i'm yeah. gonna Switch go bronchiosaurus i want to be huge okay <laughs> okay solid larger than life mm-hmm. uh okay <laughs> okay um so i want you to walk with me for a second okay. so boom 
you're in the middle of nowhere. You're on a desert island. You can only bring one book, one person, and one movie. Okay. What would you bring? Um, I haven't read a book since like 2006. So <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. Okay. One, one person would definitely be Michaela. Okay. Um, it'd be my girlfriend because she would figure everything out and I could just like make like a hammock. Aww. <laughs> you could just relax while she does she, everything. She, she would find shelter. She would start a signal fire. I would make a hammock. <laughs> Easy. Balance. Um, uh, or I just like, like count sand, figure out the, if the water was nice, whatever. One book. Probably like some sort of surviving in the wild book. Okay. I'd like I'd like go to Urban Outfitters and pick the so you're stranded on a desert island book. I, <laughs> of I get that. Yeah. Uh, and one movie. I have a device to play it on, right? I just don't have like a yeah. useless Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't um, just have the disc in your hand, like. Uh, 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 yeah, Avengers Endgame, no contest. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. That's I've watched that movie so many times, and it's like one of my favorite things that's ever happened in life. So. <laughs> <Banger>. <laughs> it's like, it's like yeah. Um. So if you could only listen to one song for the rest of your life, what would it be? Just of any song that's ever been made? Yes. Any song that's ever been made. Oh, I don't know. That's tricky. Um, a song I never really get sick of uh, is The Beach by All Time Low. That comes to mind right away. Yeah. Um, I literally never get sick of that song. I love it so much. Uh, dang, dude. Um, yeah, that or um, or Year 3000 by the Jonas Brothers, maybe. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, a song for the rest of my life. Stand by me comes to mind for some reason. Mm-hmm. The, 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 those three, I love. I love all three of those songs so much. So one of those. But if I'm being real with myself, probably Year Three Thousand. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Uh, nice. Yeah. Please, just uh, if you're listening, thank you so much for uh, paying attention. Uh, subscribe to the Good Noise podcast uh, and stream Honeymoon by Not My Weekend. And tell all of your friends. Tell all of your friends, like in your friend group in your neighboring area, to listen to the record. And then tell us to come tour there. And then we'll come play a show for what is probably just going to be you and all your friends. Just please, <laughs> please do that. Just create a group of friends around Not My Weekend where you live, and then we'll be there in July. All right. We'll celebrate Independence Day. And we'll play and and we'll play a thirty minute set, but then Nick Hudson and I will play all the songs you didn't want to hear acoustic after the set. That's my promise to you if you tell all your friends. So that's my plan. <laughs> and that's then Glory and I will both each go to our own show and force you into an interview. Yes, one hundred percent, absolutely. You'll get two interviews. Oh, we should do all these in person. It'd be so much better. That would be so much yeah. better. <laughs> uh, so thank you for sitting with us. Always fun uh, chatting with you. This has been Pat from Not My Weekend and we're the Good Noise Podcast. Thanks, guys.